0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host Irliana Samsara. Uh, so we're going to talk about the new moon that's coming up on Labor Day in the United States, Monday, September 6th. It's going to be at 8:51 pm. Eastern Time. So it'll be right after midnight in Europe and uh, going on the Eastern hemisphere and then moving forward from there. Anyway, um, so this new moon is in Virgo. So Sun and Moon in Virgo, Means that um, Mercury, Mercury is rules Gemini and Virgo. Uh, Virgo is the nocturnal expression of, of uh, Mercury. So Mercury is the host of this lunation. And who is Mercury? He is the tr- he's the trickster. Uh, he moves. He's the messenger god. He moves in between worlds. He has messages. He has um, information from the higher realms, you know, and then shared with. Um, m- you know, broadly, and uh, it's, it's Mercury is associated with thinking, the thinking mind, writing, communication, transportation, and all of these things. Um, Now, in the sign of Virgo, we are looking at Virgo is a mutable earth sign. So we could see maybe a changes in our, um, beliefs or our expressions around um health and service these are virgo virgo archetypes right health service uh work you know one's uh, routine um farming the harvest things like that so uh and virgo is also you know certainly writing you know so i'm going to get into in this podcast i'm going to get into you know uh where, where we might use this new moon you know to start our of course on a new moon is the best time to start a new project it's a new it's like a little miniature life and we will have the full moon on september 20th in pisces right so i'm going to talk a little bit about that and then um, i'll just walk you through the houses as where is this going to occur in your chart and so what areas of your life you could have a new beginning with new insights Before I do all that, I just want to say, man, I have just been through the hardest time. This, um, the Mars-Neptune opposition, Mars being in Virgo, and um, Neptune in Pisces, you know, Mars came into an opposition with that Neptune in the last several days. As you know, uh, I think the loudest, uh, most painful expression of that certainly has been the um, evacuation of refugees from Afghanistan and the relocation of all of them. So, uh, and, and, the, and the tragedy associated with that, obviously with, with Neptune there, there was a loss, you know, there was a loss of, um, of life, very sadly, and, uh, and, and even suicide. Neptune can, um, can be a signature in suicides, which we knew about the suicide bombers. Um, and uh, and, you know, I it's just so hard for me to even talk about that. It's just really, really painful. But anyway, um, a new beginning, you know, for for everyone. and um, and now Mars has just moved moved off that by one degree. Now Mars, as of today, Saturday, September fourth, Mars is at uh, twenty three degrees. So the opposition was 22 degrees. So Mars just moved a little, a degree off of that, and I'm like, "Thank God." Um, This one is really was really hard for me. You know, Virgo rules small pets, and uh, Mars can be about separation, cutting. Well, I lost one of my pets, went missing last week, and um, it's just, um, you know, obviously my heart is broken. Um, and I've just had to do everything possible to maintain, you know, a bigger vision about the whole thing and, and, uh, not getting caught up in grief. If you've ever lost a pet and, or, and, or loved one, you would, you know, how, you know how it is. I've lost my parents, you know, when my, when my parents died, my mom died, you know, there was just this unspeakable grief and that grief can consume us, you know, so, um, it really did with me. You know, I, I just for a whole week I, I had to put postpone all my appointments and obligations and things, and it was just so hard. I couldn't even think to to. Uh, this is like the first day that I've actually been able to function fully for the full day, and uh, you know, you'd do this podcast. Um, but um, it was really really hard. And so um, Neptune is also about rescuing. So I was on this mission, right? This Mars and Virgo, like let's get, I wrote, you know, details. I talked to people, I communicated, you know, praying and talking to my beloved Toby. You've seen Toby before in my previous podcast, my big black baby. She's a big, big, um, a big baby. And uh, anyway, she was a rescue and she came to me five years ago, came to my door starving. So I, I took her in when I wasn't planning to ad- adopt anymore. I already had my, my other kitty. And uh, so um, it was just really hard, you know. So there's this loss, but there's this feeling of a quest of a mission, but this feeling of, you know, doing everything you can, working as hard as you can, and struggling with that, with the fact that, you know, that Neptune kind of just, you can drown in grief, or you can, you know, I, I I have had to maintain being realistic and rational and keeping my mind versus getting lost in like some fantasy illusion of la-la land about the whole thing, Um, but also maintaining hope and compassion for myself, for my pet, um, you know? And so, yeah, that's the opposition, right? It's this balancing act. And one thing is integrated with the other. So I couldn't be just so focused on details that I would be consumed by anxiety, right? With Virgo, you could be overthinking. Um, in your action in Mars, right? You could be, I could be overthinking it and, but I, and anxiety ridden or critical of myself and um, versus um, having faith, right? Neptune and Pisces. Yeah. And and at the same time, you know, it's like not getting so caught up in that, that you're not being rational. So it's, it was definitely a balancing act and it's still going on. So um, I just want to shout out to my, my dear cohorts at my uh, nightlight astrology uh, community thank you all so very much um, they, uh, I, I couldn't even like look at a chart or try to delineate I'm like Ooh, right. right um, but they they help me out with Horari Harari chart is when you ask a question it's like an or you' like you're asking the oracle you ask a question in the chart the minute the hour and minute that you ask the question is when you pull a chart. And so they gave me an enormously good information. So I'm very, very, very grateful to all of you. And um, Helene Dion, Michelle Corbezier, um, Anna. I mean, I'm just, you know, there's like so many people like Rachel Middleton. It's like, oh, my God. Just, yeah, so many, so many people. Um, too, too numerous to name. But thank you for your prayers. And if you could continue to pray for whatever's in the highest, you know, for, for myself and Toby, um, we have to be i think of it as like mother Teresa, you know another you know a total saint being in service right um like you she she used to she said once you know when you when you do something just just do everything you possibly can you know you you work and uh give it your all and then you just have to step back and let go and let god let go and uh give it all up to god as she said just just and you have to, right? And that's a real Pisces Virgo axis, right? You know, just work, 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 but work with faith and not be attached. You know, so I've had to notice where I was not, you know, I would not get attached to a result, but I'm committed to bringing her back. But I also have to be really even and um, not grasping, you know, so I have to keep this space very neutral. And it's definitely a discipline, right? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I hope that you, um, have been faring, uh, fared through this opposition. You fared okay, and you were able to to move through it. But um, it was in difficult houses for me. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, but now, like I said, we we the lessons that we've learned in the last you know week or so, uh, we are now um, integrating right, integrating the lessons that we learned in that um, balance. You know, between work and service, and and uh, devotion, and uh, unconditional love, and faith, and the faith, having faith <laughs> amidst difficult circumstances, faith amidst the separation, and so um, you know that. So that has been uh, it's been really, really intense. But anyway, I hope that. Um, you know, now that it is Mars has moved beyond that with like the, like the, the confusion and possible deception and all like all of that has cleared away or we're slowly moving out of the quote fog of Neptune. And um, and so we're able to you know see more clearly and <clears throat> excuse me take a- <clears throat> pardon me take action Mars with uh, discernment Virgo right taking action with discernment and uh, you know our mind and our sharp intuitive mind so um, being um, you know perhaps more clear and focused. Uh, now that uh, it's past that <clears throat> opposition, so the opposition, of course, it always gives us lessons. But oppositions are of the nature of Saturn, so it's tough, it's challenging. You feel alone, um, you feel very, uh, you know, the melancholy, you know, the, these kinds of things. But of course, it's, it caused me to get focused and disciplined with my mind. Like, don't lose, don't go crazy, you know, just stay calm and focused and in faith. So um, anyway, I just wanted to share that. That, yeah, I, it was, it really, um, it took me by surprise um, that affecting another area of my chart, I won't get into, but uh, yeah, yeah. So um, it's, it hopefully will work out. And like I said, just gotta be unattached, all that. Unattached to the, to the, um, to the fruits of my labor. So, um, but just anyway, so having said that, um, Mars, for this new moon, Mars, of course, is still in Virgo, but I guess we could say that the lessons that we've learned from that are definitely something that we're integrating and moving with as during this new moon cycle. Now, the nice thing about this, I will say, um, is Uranus is in, in Taurus, is making an exact trine. So it's a very powerful Jupiterian energy of like beneficence and blessing and assistance, Uranus is making an exact trine to um, this new moon. So that could bring about, um, that could bring some cool innovative breakthroughs, some aha moments um, around our uh, talents, the things that are important to us, maybe our finances, um, perhaps with, um, as it trines Virgo, our work and service, Uh, I, I, thought, you know, perhaps, um, you know, Mercury being the host of this lunation, Mercury's in Libra. So that's Venus ruled. So it's like having this lovely connecting, you know, ideas and um, ideas that connect people and provide harmony and love and balance would be a, a, a primary message. Um, with trying Uranus, you know, we could be, you um, it would be a good time to meet and network with um, different people, interesting people, right? That innovative, different, interesting people. Um, you know, I think too, I always think, you're honest, like LGBT community, you know, um, just uh, and or anyone who is um, breaking out of the box of uh, stuck ideas and values and anything, anybody or anything that represents that, that brings a fresh um, unifying approach a humanitarian mission. Uh, I can see this as, um, you know, perhaps breaking out of our comfort zone with the people that we normally um, connect with. Um, we could liberate ourselves by, with um, in our writing, right? Because Mercury rules writing. So liberation by like new values around writing, maybe uh, art creativity, you know, with, with Mercury, the host being in that art creative sign of Libra, new, liber- new values. Um, bringing some fresh, um, beneficial approaches and innovative solutions. Uh, This would also be great for like uh, connecting, perhaps connecting online or just in different ways, Uh, online meetings, perhaps around health. Virgo rules health, specifically the colon and the the intestines. And and so health of the Earth, right? mutable Earth. So it could be farming or anything regarding food harvest. Service, nonprofit groups—that's that, all very Virgo and um, nursing. You know, thing, taking care of of things. So uh, anything, and certainly favorable for those topics. Um, you, you know, we could have some creative breakthroughs with Uranus being in this in the Virgo sign of Taurus. I'm sorry, with Uranus and Taurus, well, by Venus, we could have some creative breakthroughs uh, regarding our writing, for example. And or farming, you know, when you think about Virgo being, um, I think about progressive gardening, you know, like perhaps, um, perhaps like biodynamic gardening. You could look up Rudolf Steiner if you're not familiar with with biodynamic gardening. Um, and uh, reading books, perhaps about um, and, and engaging our, our our intellect and our and using our intuition with our intellect, perhaps um, biodynamic gardening. Um, anything regarding uh, progressive solutions for the earth, um, new openings for food and health, groundbreaking health alternatives. I'm thinking, you know, if you wanted to start cleaning your colon this month, you know, getting probiotics and prebiotics and kombucha and things that really support our, our gut, you know, that would be on a health level, that would be really good. But um, just a little note, and uh, an idea of a book that I, I thought of when I put my notes together um, for in terms of gardening, just jumping back to that, progressive gardening. Well, um, there is a really a fabulous book. God, it would make a great movie. I came across it several years ago, and it's called, um, it's, uh, this woman, her name is Michelle, and I believe she spells it M-A-E-C-H-E-L-L-E, Michelle Small dash right w-r-i-g-h-t michelle small right and the book is called believing as, as if the god and all things mattered and i remember or be, not behaving i think it's believing as if forgotten as if the god and all things mattered and i believe the the picture the front page the front cover of the book has a a, somebody's hand holding a mouse, <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, it's the memoirs of this woman who started a conscious farming community called Perilondra in Virginia. And um, it's, you could think of it as like a find horn for the United States. So if you were really interested, you could also research, right, Virgo's great research, uh, research. The uh, Findhorn, F-I-N-D-H-O-R-N, is an intentional community in Scotland. I believe it's at the very, very tip, northern tip of Scotland in this very craggy, I would think, hard to grow environment. But there was, there's was, there been a conscious community there for, I don't know, decades, probably 50 years. Anyway, um, But she went there and studied with them. And and so um, very progressive. This woman was highly intuitive. I mean, she must have some serious Neptune (laughs) energy in her chart. And uh, anyway, prophetic Mercury too, um, prophetic ability. And uh, she um, actually communed with um, the, she could actually, she hears, literally hears audibly the nature spirits that are in charge of every single uh, kind of growing thing. Like there's a, for vegetable gardens, like there's, there's divas, like there's a carrot diva and a tomato diva and a cauliflower diva, right? There's, there's a one in charge of every uh, archetype you could imagine. And so she began speaking, she heard them one day and she thought she was going crazy. And, and, and she finally <laughs> said, ah, shut up. And then all of a sudden this racket stopped And they said, oh, well, now that you can hear us, our work can begin. (laughs) So it's like, this is a great conversation to have for the new moon in Virgo, right? Prophetic ability, this one happens to have Uh, a fixed star that's very associated with prophetic ability. So anyway, um, it'd be interesting to see what the chart looked like when she had this happen, but it changed her life. So she started talking to them and they would tell her how to plant a garden. For example, don't make rows, linear rows, plant everything in circles. The, you know you imagine the feng shui is greater. So it was really fascinating and uh, just wanted to share that with you it's a it's a wonderful book and it would really I think it would give us an enormous um, advantage to understanding these other worlds that it's not just planting a seed in the ground but if we really connect with different levels and dimensions of reality and, and read her book and maybe engage and use our dreams and our intuitive processes to, Uh, Create um, something really, um, really phenomenal. So that would be very helpful with this Uranus trine the new moon. This would be a very um, juicy time to to do that that kind of thing. Now you know because last month we had the the new moon in Leo, so Leo, the grand Leo, like the big picture, right? The grandiosity of Leo, and now it's like Leo hands the baton to to Virgo and says, you know, okay, now. Let's get this shining vision. Now let's let's uh, in creative spirit. Now let's get down to details. Let's get down to work, you know, to to move that forward. Focus on the details. Um, I would say um, watch um, some being like uh, with Uranus in 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 that trine of the nature of Jupiter, we could overdo it with um, Perhaps being rash and impulsive, a little maybe a little little rash and impulsive. So just be careful that we're not being in our actions being very rash. Um, I would say too, like we don't want to be ending up alienating people when we want to unite and connect with others. Uh, there may be a, just beware of getting over anxious about the details. You know, don't get too crazy, <laughs> right? Um, analyze, make, you know, with Virgo, we can tend to over analyze things. Analysis paralysis, right? Um, be discerning, you know, um, certainly uh, intuition, but discernment. And so um, I would think a good solution would be earthing, right? Earth. It's a new moon and an earth sign. Lie on the earth, feel the earth, thank the earth. Um, I always find it's a great little pick me up, even just five minutes, it, it can completely reset your system, just connecting bare feet on the ground. Um, sitting, um, even if you're in a cold climate right now, if it's winter right now, heading into the spring in in the southern hemisphere, even if you just put your feet on the ground, you know, bare feet, even if it's cold, you know, just five minutes, right? You can always warm them up with fuzzy socks later, but um, it's enormously healing. Um, Forest bathing would be another great uh, Virgo idea. The, where, we, where the trees and plants in a forest or par, you know, walking through a forest will just cleanse, clear us um, of our, our auric field, certainly from electromagnetic densities and things like computers and cell phones and such. So anyway, that's just my, my suggestions. Uh, and um, yeah, let, let me just go back quickly to health. Intestines and our colon, you know, um, they say that 80% of our immune system is really centered not in the thymus. The thymus is the the governor of the immune system, but the real 80% of the action is really in the gut, in the colon. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. But uh, so I would say perhaps this month is a good time to tune into our health, the health of our colon and our our, um, intestines. And if you haven't started um, to do a cleanse, you know, attend to your health, do, um, you know, maybe colonics um, and or prebiotics, probiotics, um, bifidus, lacto, lacto, acidophilus, you know, all of that stuff, Uh, research and look up uh, taking care of of our gut. Certainly, right, in this day and age right now, we definitely have to keep um, ourselves in tip top uh, health. And so, I would say, too, that, uh, you know, Marie <laughs> Marie Kondo, this is a, she, she's, <laughs> man, right, the queen of clean. Um, and so uh, with Virgo wanting to everything tidy, get those details, you know, tidy up. Uh, this is a good time to get tidy. Uh, certainly with its host, Mercury and Libra, you know, make a, make a beautiful sacred space, make it tidy, clean out your closets. Mercury is going to go retrograde. It's going into shadow retrograde. I think it is Monday the 6th. It will go retrograde at the end of the month, exactly retrograde. But it enters its shadow um, on on Labor Day. So woo! Uh, sometimes you can actually feel that flip. It's like it's that little, you know. when you really tune in. You can you can feel it. You slip up with something. You mess up an appointment or a time. Um, the hardest part, of course, is right before it turns retrograde at the would be the end of this month. But I'll get into that in a you know in another video. But um, just to say that the um you you know so that is always a great time to clear our closets files things like that we're revisiting and especially in the sign of libra it's like oh gosh you know we want it to be beautiful (laughs) and so murky is definitely like and and with yeah so anyway just just good time for for cleaning and tidiness All right, so I will just finish by saying um, we have our, um, I'll just walk through the houses of where this would occur in your chart based on your rising sign. So in, um, I'll start with um, Aries, Aries, Aries rising, this in the new moon is in your sixth house. That is the joy of Mars in ancient astrology. So that could indicate some, perhaps some struggles with uh, maintaining health and getting our vitality and uh, taking care of, like I said, researching, I would say of, of all the signs, you know, Aries rising, you know, definitely being very discerning uh, around our diet and health and, um, and such. So that's a sixth house thing. Um, for Pisces rising, um, this is going to happen in your seventh house. So that rules our, um, our long-term relationships or business partnerships or marriage or marriage house. So um, you would you would be finding that um, where it might you know it'll create its greatest benefit. It has the most uh, impact on on that and um, Aquarius. That would be the eighth house, and the eighth house is uh, it is the um, it's interesting. The eighth, (laughs) eighth house is very very deep. Oh my goodness! Yeah. 8th um, house Virgo, um, definitely looking at, um, oh, I would say, p- perhaps like a letting go. And um, I would say maybe it's about letting go of our need to have everything figured out. Uh, so, um, <laughs> you know, just breaking everything down all the time and and um, and just letting go and having faith and um, not being in survival um, and just, yeah. So anyway, that's just my my little take there on the moment. Uh, Aquarius or, uh, or Aquarius rising. Um, yeah, that was Aquarius, Aquarius rising, right? Uh, Capricorn, Capricorn rising. This is gonna be in your ninth house, which is the house of God. The house of the sun rejoices in the, in the ninth house. So with the sun in Virgo for all you cap risings, this is a very positive, powerful place. The ninth house rules, um, has to, is the quality of um, its you know, higher knowledge and wisdom, the law, doing the right thing, um, spiritual knowledge, uh, sp- you know, education, higher education. Um, it can also be about foreigners or foreign cultures or interacting with foreigners, um, it's all of those things. So that's where the action would be taking place for UCAP Risings. Um, for sad rising, this is going to be in your 10th house, which is your career, your praxis. Um, and the, uh, it can be the mother. It can be um, just, you know, places of our public reputation, our 10th house is our place of public reputation and our, uh, where our dharma is seen, you know, and, and the nature of our, of our dharma uh Scorpio rising this is going to happen in your 11th house so 11th house is the joy of Jupiter so this is about a connection and expanding with friends and colleagues so you might be networking and meeting people um, you know making new friends this might be a a new beginning with um, with new friends and maybe being discerning about friends as well with that Virgo there um, let's see, uh, Libra rising, this is going to be in your 12th house, which is the joy of Saturn. So that can feel, you know, melancholy, lonely. Um, the It's not an easy house, and uh, you might feel seclusion, and there might be a feeling of loss, of, of feeling lost or not having agency, um, but the, the what to cultivate with that would be um, a sense of, you um, Leaning into the mystical qualities of Saturn, right? Leaning into um, what would, you know, when we exercise and practice our mystical abilities and use that solitude to really go deep within ourselves and um, finding solutions that way, certainly the dream state that would be very powerful for connecting with our ancestors and connecting with um, otherworldly communications. So, that's the, the Libra risings. Um, for all you Virgo risings, this is going to happen in your first house, which is your physical body, your health, your character, your appearance, your um, your appearance, and, and how you show up to others. So um, you know, with Virgo there, your obviously your health, you know, is a primary. Your health connected with your appearance, and um, and ver- mutable, changing, right? So it might be that you might find yourself making new choices around your physical appearance and new choices that are more innovative around your health. Uh, Leo, Leo rising, this will happen in your second house. Second house is about personal finances, possessions, talents, the things that are important to us. So this is where uh, with Leo risings, the um, this new moon in Virgo would um, be new beginnings. Maybe about being discerning, very discerning around money, and um, not being anxious, but being discerning. And having had that Neptune Jupiter—I mean, sorry—Neptune Mars Neptune uh, opposition. Right, Mars is still in in your second house, and um, maybe there was some financial loss, and maybe there was that feeling of being, you know. Shipwrecked, so to speak, financially, Um, but maybe this would be the opportunity to maybe look back and discerning with a discerning eye, um, not critical, just um, not being critical of self, but really looking deeply and uh, examining that, that, um, and, and benefiting, of course. So, um, and, and I would say too, going back to the writing talents, you know, that second house of talents and resources. So you might start writing or maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to step out and do something different so that Uranus Trine is going to be um, assisting you with that. Uh, for Cancer, Cancer rising, that would be, this is going, this new moon new in new, 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 new. Cancer, This new moon is in your third house. So that's about, you know, siblings and neighbors and contacts and networking and communications. So um, a jolly good place, the joy of the moon, um, a a jolly good place to um, have fun this month and explore these themes in that arena of of our neighbors, our our relatives, our close relations and our immediate environment, immediate neighborhood, short distance travel, perhaps, things like that. Um, Gemini, that this is going to be Gemini Rising, this will take place in your fourth house of the home and the roots, the family roots. And so um, perhaps, you know, new ideas and um, creativity around and and all of these um, subjects we've been talking about having to do with home and family, property, things of that nature. Um, Taurus, fifth house Taurus rising okay this is going to be in your fifth house of the joy of Venus pleasure love affairs uh, going out enjoying oneself um, amusement uh, creativity it rules children too and fertility and pregnancy so maybe there's some new ideas for writing that'll come to the fore that want to be examined and want to be delved into and um, with that, again, that trine from Uranus can bring some surprises and uh, because Venus is ruling that Uranus trine and this is the joy of Venus. So you could be finding some exciting new opportunities for, you know, connecting with others and who knows, maybe at a love affair with somebody that you didn't, it was not in your wheelhouse, you know, <laughs> so um, that's, that's for Taurus rising. So anyway, I hope that this um, has given you some good information as always and um, always desiring to be of service. So um, tell me what you think and, and how you've been faring with that you know, Mars-Neptune opposition and what you learned from that and what you're taking the takeaway for you and anything else you wanna share just in that comment box below. Um, if you need a session or any way in which I can assist you personally, um, I'm open you know, open for business, starsoundastrology.com is my website. So um, ring me up, as they say in the UK, ring me up. Um, But actually, in this day and age, email me up. (laughs) So um, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, This is Irliana Samsara, wishing you a wonderful, fruitful, um, lovely new moon in Virgo. Take care, everyone. Namaste.